This is Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine, and I'm John Wiener. Will Donald Trump pardon Ivanka and Jared and Don Jr. and Eric? What exactly are their crimes? It sounds like another episode of The Children's Hour. And so, of course, we turn to Amy Willens. She's a longtime contributing editor at The Nation, former Jerusalem correspondent from for The New Yorker. She writes now for The New York Times, The LA Times, and The Atlantic. And she's best known, of course, for her work on Haiti. She's a 2020 Guggenheim Fellow. Amy, welcome back. Thank you, John. Well, our national newspaper of record, The New York Times, recently had a headline, Trump has discussed pardons for his three eldest children. You have, over the past many months, described many of their offenses here. What's at the top of your list of their crimes? So these are my personal and idiosyncratic uh, crimes committed by Trump babies. Um, including Jared, I just don't want to leave him off the list. And he was mentioned in this these discussions with his advisors. It's not just the blood children, but the law children. So first, on the very, very, very top of their offenses is just looking like that, the way they look. So many of the, the photographs of them, they're just too scary. Okay. Another is bringing the wrong evangelical Bible to the photo op in front of the White House after they dispersed all the uh, protesters. That was, that was the, the one, one with, with the purse. purse. The purse she got bought a giant uh, designer purse with the Bible in it because, of course, her fa- father didn't happen to have one lying around the White House. <laughs> so she brought it from home in Calorama. Is that where she lives? And um, it was not the Bible for every evangelical. Let's put it that way. Uh, here's another one. This might be just my own personal thing, not supporting the Palestinian cause at all. This is a big one. Um, Here's another one for uh, Eric and Don Jr., killing endangered species. Um, The the whole Trump sort of extravaganza is about killing humans, but they also add endangered species to their list. And then for Ivanka, taking large consulting payments from a company she works for that is called the Trump Organization. That's a big one. And I think that's on the one of the ones that's concerning uh, Papa Trump right now. Well, most of the news that we've read over the last few weeks has been about investigations in New York City by Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance and in New York State by the State Attorney General Letitia James. Both of them are investigating the Trump Organization for Income Tax Avoidance Schemes. But, of course, the president cannot pardon anyone for state crimes, only for federal crimes. What exactly are the Trump kids' potential violations of federal criminal law? Okay, so in the case of Don Jr., uh, Robert Mueller's probe, which you may recall, was looking at questions of whether or not his contacts during the 2016 election with WikiLeaks and the Russians at the Russian meeting in Trump Tower offering dirt on Hillary Clinton amounted to campaign finance violations. Don Jr. was never interviewed by Mueller's office and he was never charged. That seems like a stretch to me to prosecute him for that. What about Jared? Well, we don't know what's a stretch or not. So we're thinking about all the things that could be in Trump's mind. But yeah, Jared... So in 
in his his thing is he omitted several significant contacts with foreigners when he filled out his form for the White House security clearance. Everybody who works in the White House has to get a clearance. Depending on what you do, you get a higher clearance or not. Um, and he failed to mention those same Russians who were peddling the information on Hillary during the campaign. So uh, under federal law, it's a crime to provide inaccurate or incomplete information on these background check documents for clearances. And the reason why um, is if you omit them, then it's not clear that what you know might jeopardize national security. You might be the kind of person who leaks things to other people, to other governments. That's why that's a crime. So in 2018, the White House Council and, and the Chief of Staff both recommended and we reported on this in the Children's Hour, that Jared not be given the kind of high-level top security clearance his position in the White House might be thought to deserve because of issues that had been discovered during the background check and because of the omissions on the statements. Nonetheless, Papa Trump unilaterally gave Jared top security clearance, and he has had that now uh, and until now, still has it. So again, this seems to me like a kind of a borderline thing. Prosecute him despite the fact that he got the security clearance anyway. But what are the crimes of Ivanka? Ivanka actually has some things people are asking her about. Right? So she was questioned for more than five hours this week. Or was it last week? It's last week. Yeah, she so was questioned for more than five hours last week by investigators from the Washington, D.C. Attorney General's office. Attorney General's office has accused President Trump's inaugural committee of wasting donated money on an overpriced ballroom at the president's D.C. hotel. Um, the, the office revealed that it had taken Ivanka's deposition earlier in the week. And then Ivanka tweeted that, that they had questioned the rates charged by the, this is a quote, questioned the rates charged by the Trump hotel at the inauguration in 2017. And then like, as if Twitter were a court of law, she posted a letter that she'd sent, that she said she sent to Trump hotel executives in December, 2016, when she was still an executive at her father's company. In that email that she posted on Twitter, she told executives at Trump, why don't you call and negotiate about the price for the Trump inaugural committee? Um, and then the other quote from that letter that she posted is, it should be a fair market rate. So it seems like she has written evidence, documents that show that she is not guilty of trying to get the inaugural committee to overpay for, for this. She has it in writing, right? Okay. She, I mean, it reminds me of when Schwarzenegger was running for governor and he was accused of assaulting women in elevators. And he said, yes, uh, would, uh, I, I will be investigating myself on this when I become governor. <laughs> Which, by the way, one, he never did. But two, you don't investigate yourself. So she may have put this down in writing. But that it's a meaningless piece of so-called evidence, although I'm sure Trump world accepted it as a brilliant uh, statement of her innocence. Um, there's nothing that says that she was really uh, negotiating a fair market rate just because she said she was negotiating a fair market rate. Has anyone ever heard of lying? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we all know in the modern digital world, if you say call, 
when you the minute you say use the telephone, that's because you don't want a paper trail. So the whole thing to me, it, it almost sounds like she later added it should be a fair market rate because so, why don't why don't you call and negotiate? Come on. I'm not sure exactly what the crime is here. Wasting money? That's not against the law, is it? The problem with this whole thing is that um, the prices paid to the Trump hotel were excessive and Washington, D.C. law uh, requires nonprofits to, quote, use funds for stated public purposes and to avoid unreasonable, wasteful expenses. Um, so prosecutors are saying that the presidential committee, inaugural committee, willfully used the nonprofit funds uh, to enrich the Trump family. Uh, they broke the law. So ah, that would be a crime. That would be a crime. Well, I mean, it might just be a crime self-dealing to have the presidential inaugural committee spend money at a Trump uh, facility when he's being inaugurated. But then this adds to it, the idea of the nonprofit doing that. So, Information we have about potential federal violations by the Trump kids. What do we know about the crimes of Ivanka that Trump cannot pardon her for? I mean, it's interesting to me because I feel that these crimes are much more serious crimes, the crimes uh, committed in the state of New York. And that is the, well, there's all the income tax avoidance schemes undertaken by the Trump organization. But one of those involves these questionable deductions uh, for what are called consulting fees in the documents that were paid to Ivanka and other individuals and businesses. Um, so the Vance investigation is a criminal investigation and the state investigation by Attorney General James is a civil investigation. Um, and uh, the New York Times has said uh, that the two investigations are being conducted independently, but they do overlap. Uh, there are new subpoenas coming down in each of them. And how much money? How much money are we talking about here paid to Ivanka for her consulting? Yeah, for consulting. Um, and it's very weird. Most people who are employed by a company don't consult for that company. That's you work for the company, you don't consult for it. Nonetheless, uh, the um, it's twenty six million total in these unexplained consulting fees. But among those twenty six million is the not inconsiderable seven hundred forty seven six hundred twenty two thousand paid to um, an unidentified individual who seems to be <laughs> Ivanka because it's exactly a match to the income she listed as a consulting fee on the 2017 financial disclosure forms she filed when she joined the White House staff. So your suggestion is that the Trump organization's payment of $748,000 to Ivanka was not correct, not justified, not legal? Not legal. Look, Ivanka's an employee of the Trump Organization at that time, and she's being cons a, a consultant for the Trump Organization. You can't be hired as an outsider when you're already employed as an insider. Um, so somebody's taking a write-off uh, criminally there. So um, the uh, CNN's legal analyst, Ellie Honig, who worked for eight years as an assistant U.S. attorney prosecuting white collar crimes, 
he described Ivanka's predicament very bluntly in a November 20th on-air interview. He said, I used to do mafia cases. This is exactly what they would do. If they wanted to take money out of a company and put it in the pocket of an individual, they would say, we'll just call it a consulting fee. That does not make it okay on its own. The question is, did Ivanka Trump actually give consulting services worth $748,000? I mean, think about that. And I would just add, and to her own firm. So this was a big story uh, when it came out. What does Ivanka say about it? Well, Ivanka's Ivanka. So um, she's smart and she understands tactics uh, that she learned on her father's knee. Um, one might say literally. <laughs> she, she tweeted, this is harassment pure and simple. This inquiry by NYC Democrats is 100% motivated by politics, publicity, and rage. They know very well that there's nothing here and that there was no tax benefit whatsoever. These politicians are simply ruthless. Now, you said it was smart of her to uh, send out this tweet. Is that, is that really good legal advice? Well, I take issue, John. I didn't say it, this was a smart tweet. I said she's a smart person and she okay. is always directing her uh, image projection at people who support her. So that's what this is about. But I do think it's not usually such a great idea, whether you're doing it on television or on social media or in the actual world. If you're a potential suspect, you should not probably directly attack the investigators. The better course is to let your lawyers do the talking. But, you know, Trumps don't always let the lawyers do the talking. So it's our duty as responsible journalists to remind our listeners that Ivanka has not been formally accused of committing a crime, nor has her husband or her brothers, nor have any of them uh, officially been named as the target of any investigation. And, of course, even if she is eventually indicted, everyone including Ivanka, is presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. But, of course, if Ivanka really is facing indictment, there's different ways she could handle this, right? Yeah. I mean, one could argue that she might sit down and think about whether her legal interests and those of her father have diverged to a point where it might be better for her to cooperate with the authorities, fess up, and turn state's evidence. But do we really think Ivanka's going to do that? And then, if she's pardoned <laughs> for her federal crime, she might not have to, if she has any. But he can't pardon her for the New York things. And the New York people, I think, are going to continue their um, pursuit of these charges because... Uh, these are real charges. These are real legal charges. This is not a really about politics. It's about, um, it, it may have started because the New York officials began to look into Trump affairs, but I think they had already been looking into the Trump organization even before Trump became president. It was always an organization in semi-trouble with the law. And now they're looking into it very seriously, and I think this will continue on. And if Ivanka turns state evidence, I will seriously lie down and do another children's hour uh, during the Biden administration. <laughs> Amy Willens, our Ivanka Watch reporter. Amy, 
Thank you for today's report. Thank you, Jeffrey. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. 